0: Uh, welcome back to the Funny Books and Firewater Podcast. We're a drinking podcast. we the comic book problem. Shit the shit
1: out of it. No,
2: I think that joke might actually stay in. But uh, welcome to the (laughs) Funny Books and Firewater podcast. We are starting our month of back to school. It's sort of back to school month. I don't, I mean, with pandemics and homeschooling and whenever you're listening to this, who knows what the hell's going on? I mean.
3: We're evergreen content. We are evergreen content. I mean,
2: by this point in time, the Morlocks will have taken over and the troll people will be fighting with the surface dwellers and we won't be worried about school anymore, but you'll still be enjoying comic books. So it'll still be Republicans versus Democrats. Got it. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So yeah. anyway so yeah so we're doing back to school month and we're starting out with a school um that is a, a very important hallmark of um every comic book which is gotham academy because everyone knows of gotham academy not actually um but so uh, i really thought this was like p- the gotham police academy for whatever oh, yeah. reason i was thinking it was like i <laughs> mean i was like "Oh, you were surprised i was yeah. like where the
0: fuck are the police and i was like it's, yeah. just, it's like boarding school for girls and
2: creepy so that's not all girls it's just you know it's a private school
0: true well there's a lot of girls there so there are
2: yeah yeah but uh anyway yeah it's it's a it's a private school where Batman shows up on occasion. Right. But Anyway, I like it. I think it's cute, but we're going to get into it. So as you've heard, we have everyone with us. We have Mr. Todd, Mr. Adam, Hi. and Hi. the newly employed Ms. Lena.
1: Well, I'm, st- it was still employed before. Oh, I know. <laughs> Today, today's the
2: second to last day
0: as we're recording. this, the second to last day at your old job. Yes. You make it yeah. sound like she's like sucking off the government teat.
1: Uh, yeah. Like I, okay, I'm literally form. going from one company to another. I'm not like <laughs> okay. unemployed. Not a freeloader, Brian.
2: Okay. I, I was trying to come up with like, like it's I was going to try to do like the everyday I'm hustling kind of thing. But like, I was going to say like frequent hustler, but then that just doesn't sound right either. Like no. that, that implies totally yeah. other different lines of work. No. So I just, I can't.
1: No, you could just leave it. We can move on. It's I
2: know. Fine. I've been having the struggle a lot recently with me, like
1: <laughs> just tripping <laughs> over saying real. things
2: just like struggling, not to say something completely horrible. Like my brain just <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on right now. My brain. Just it's all
1: good. Me. We still love you.
2: It's I fine. appreciate it. Thank you. So in fact, some cases, that's why people love me is because of the horrible <laughs> fucking things I
0: think. So, you know. Well, Brian, you know our friend Brooks, so he had yeah. to have another stent put in his heart, and the doctors are very confused why it's just progressing so fast, because I guess cholesterol is better, everything. Like, mm-hmm. he's probably has better cholesterol than we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But I guess this medication he's on for this heart thing makes you kind of loopy. So it's it's almost like the early stages of Alzheimer's, but it's not Alzheimer's, where he'll like, uh-huh. walk in a room and be like, why am I
2: here? Yeah. So
0: That's kind of been fun
2: for him. So. I had that when I was a kid, because mm. I was a severe asthmatic, and when I was in like second and third grade, I was on a, a- medicine called theophylline which not only would make me sick to my stomach so i would have to leave school early because i was puking but also cause short-term memory loss so i don't know if i was ever going to be a good speller uh but not being able to like concentrate in class in second or in like third grade means that i'm shit at times tables and i'm Mm -hmm. really terrible at spelling but i may have never been good at spelling because like even when i was a little kid like as soon as i learned about the silent e when i was like in first grade i put a silent e on the end of everything just to be safe because i'm like if you don't know where it's there when it's gonna show up just put it on everything just to be just to cover your ass. Oh, so
0: like, <laughs> so, if, like you're like, like your yeah.
2: Yeah, so an e. Just put it everywhere; it'll be fine. Yeah. So you're British? Okay, cool. Or or, or French, really? You know, what I mean, I, I was French, and I thought everything was feminine because, like, everything in France in French that's feminine seems to have an e on it. Like, I'm doing Duolingo, and that's my little cheat. If I don't know if a word is uh is masculine or feminine, I look at it and go, "Well, it has an e on the end of it, so it's feminine." <laughs> <laughs> that it's
1: a- masculine feminine thing fucks so me up every oh. fucking time, and it's like it's one of
2: things you're going through on Duolingo, and you're like, "Okay, oh, yeah. I got this," and all of a sudden, like, and then of course, then there is that's the, the good
3: part of. It. English.
1: Uh television way. is feminine. Yeah. Yes. Um and it really pisses me off because I'm like so are pants.
3: Know. Yeah. Uh yes. Not in Spanish
2: though. They're Los Pantalones Pente- in Spanish. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing that gets weird is when you talk about multiples of things, then
1: it tends to it's it's then it's still it, it, less. It's L-E-S. yeah.
2: yeah. So it sounds like it's masculine, but it's could it's be not. either. Yeah, and so then that always never helps. And then yeah, okay. Anyway, we're
0: so we, so yeah. saying it's like the girl in Van Wilder who's applying for the job as an attache. It's like, hi, I'm Van. She's like huh. Oh, I am Mandy. Apparently no one saw that movie but me, so never mind. I
2: saw that movie, I just don't remember that joke being any good. But anyway, um, yeah, I also don't understand, like, I get it and I don't get it, but I'm also very curious about how those languages with masculine and feminines deal with a, you know, transgender population. Like, that seems very, but
3: It's just the word. I know. It's, but why a word,
2: like, why a car needs a gender is beyond me. Like, or a house, or the color of, you know, your shoe. I don't know. It just, it's like
0: Well, I mean, in, in
2: the US, like, boats
0: are Feminine always like most most inanimate objects like that are feminine like yeah. Refer to a boat as a she.
2: Yeah, but like I mean, do you refer to a water bottle as a masculine or feminine?
0: It depends what I'm using it for.
3: (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) thank you, Elena. (laughs) So, what's really funny about this? Hold that one in (laughs) our our last ride.
0: (laughs) Our last episode that came out, I made the joke about the laugh track and the boo, and you put them in. Yeah, I did. You did. I was like, oh, my, I was driving to work, and I was like, oh my God, he fucking did it.
1: I haven't oh even been able to finish the episode because Aaron, so I don't, we don't listen to the stuff together. Uh-huh. I try to listen to all my podcasts when I'm by myself. Yeah. Because if I say something stupid, I don't want to be around him. And so <laughs> I, <laughs> I haven't been able to finish the episode because every time he walks through the door, I pause it and he's like, what? What is wrong with you and i'm like nothing
0: man. it's like your mom walking in catching you watching porn or something yeah. like
1: that. yeah <laughs> but It's just me talking, yeah. uh, like yeah. I'm listening to myself <laughs> talk at this point. Yeah. I'm like, it's just weird that I listen to my own podcast, but we record them like this one, the one that just came out. We recorded like Memorial Day weekend, yeah, yeah like the week before yeah. Memorial Day. And so, I'm just like, it was so long ago, yeah. I barely remember what happened two weeks ago. At
2: yeah. this point, <laughs> we're, we're all goldfish at this point in time. It's
1: just like, oh, hey, look, this is something.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Blop, blop, uh, blop. awesome, anyway. Okay, so we're gonna finally get into this book uh it centers around a girl who um and her friends some shit went down during her summer which you later find out what was going on she's back at school things are a little awkward with her boyfriend spoiler alert soon to be ex-boyfriend and her she's working on it she's working on it well it's and, not really
1: that much of a spoiler she brings it up in like the first or second page
2: yeah but they don't officially break up until later no. you know what i mean so true but i'm just but, saying yeah.
1: like she does yeah. say
2: yeah but anyway it was a spoiler alert that they officially break up later, I guess, is what I was saying. But, well, we've um, always
0: told people to read the book before we, we read it, unless it sucks. And then we warned them at the beginning of the episode that we're doing this for you. Yes, that's
2: <laughs> so. true.
1: Right.
2: We need to have some sort of warning signal on that somehow to like send it out preemptively.
1: Like a bat signal?
2: Uh, yeah. But, um, ching! Anyway. No, you, you
1: just use the uh,
0: the this this uh, signal you used for uh, Macbeth with my voice in it. Oh, that's right. I uh, forgot about that. Whatever I did, I don't remember now. It was years and years ago.
2: Oh, I processed the shit out of that though like there's so many sound effects I've made that like are based on something strange that no one would ever know what it was originally based on and then you just like play things backwards I, that's the fun thing about sound design just hiding shit in things um, but yeah I have lots of stories of weird things that are hidden in weird places but uh, anyway Adam sure. what is our cocktail for this week?
0: Uh, yeah, so Our cocktail is called Dear Diary uh, you take an ice filled shaker you're gonna add two ounces of bourbon, one ounce of lemon juice, one ounce of simple syrup seven mint leaves and a two inch lemon peel you're gonna shake the shit out of it it, strain it into an ice-filled rocks glass, and then mm. garnish with a mint leaf. Cool. Mm. Actually, sounds really sounds good. Kind of like a, like a mint julep type thing. I think I don't know what yeah in a julep, but
2: I've been recently. I've had a bunch of Burger. cocktails that are like bourbon and honey, and mm-hmm. I bought some like gourmet fresh honey down in Yuma like a couple weeks ago when I was down there, and I, I want to try to figure out a recipe to do with
3: that. And I keep forgetting. In fact, well, you we we have get... bourbon and honey, and you warm it up; it's a hot toddy. True, which you've had on the show before. I have. You weren't yes. feeling that well. I know too.
2: Yeah, I've had I've had them on the show. Uh I had a hot toddy uh, uh made my by a, I, I had a hot toddy made by a Broadway <laughs> actor at a bar when he was tending bar um in a theater in, or next to a theater in Connecticut I worked at. But uh yeah. But he put like um those red Hots candies in it, which I thought was very cool. interesting and amusing. It wasn't bad, actually it was really good. But
3: red, they're never good. Red Hots? I like
1: red Hots. What bar still- were you at near the goodspeed?
2: Uh across the street, there's that little Italian restaurant at the good speed.
1: Yes, yes. yes. I, okay.
2: Okay. Yeah, like that's where we that's where my like we would always just go there like um, yeah I worked it was, that was where um, I was working with Josh Park who was at the time one of the more famous uh NCSA acting alums who was working on Broadway quite a bit Um, and uh, he figured out I went to the NCSA and like he didn't tell me he just walked out with two Irish car bombs and I saw him walking and I'm like oh shit and he goes you went to NCSA didn't you I'm like yep he goes you know what's up then I'm like yep because I was like sort of the traditional drink there so he just put an Irish car bomb down there and we just drank them together because like that's just what you do Um, so anyway I've never... never had
1: one. Oh really oh Todd they're so Oh, good they really
2: are good you just i don't know after you're out of your 30s it, it's hard to justify them
1: as much i
2: guess it's kind of like a what are you talking Dr. about Peppers. when you're
1: in your 30s it's hard to justify sure.
2: i don't think i've had one since i was in my 20s so yeah, yeah.
1: i the yeah. last time i had one was i think on my 29th birthday yeah like that was the time i
2: had <laughs> yeah like i mean consider that was ago. just two weeks ago right yeah exactly so we were at that uh I wish.
0: clark's <laughs> sister and brother in law's for like a christmas party a couple years ago and they did, like, a Halloween for Christmas thing. So yeah. his brother-in-law was, like, uh, Beetlejuice, and his sister was, like, Bride of Frankenstein. And they did, like, and his brother actually his brother has, like, a YouTube show about, like, fancy cocktails. I need to watch it uh-huh. and some ideas for this show. Yeah. Uh, so they were doing, like, a cocktail contest, and everyone's doing, like, really fancy things, like, you know, lighting things on fire and dropping them in. Yeah. <laughs> I just go up there with Malibu, vodka, and cactus cooler. I'm like, this is called a slip and slide. It will fuck you up. And <laughs> so you can make a little shot, and everyone tastes it. Someone's like, oh, God, this is college. I, this is dangerous. Get it away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and see now i know things i can be like the the cherry cordial like old-fashioned yeah. but back then i was like fuck it and I, I don't care I'm, i was at yeah. work so i was like uh fuck it so yeah
2: yeah uh anyway okay so uh speaking of drinking because apparently we're talking about that a lot today uh Lena, what is your drinking game rule for this week
1: signals uh so the bat signal shows up in this but my favorite part of this is that every time the bat signal shows up and the kids are annoyed by it Mm-hmm. Take a drink. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's a good one.
3: Okay. Because
1: that was the funniest part of it. Because you just yeah. don't see it from
3: That was like civilians. Oh, again? Or, yeah. yeah.
1: Where it's like, well, it's up there every night. Like, yeah. It every is,
2: other night it's there. It doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah. it's yeah. like,
1: Or it's like, the, like all of a sudden they see something shining and she looks out the window and she's like, it's just the freaking bat signal. Like, yeah. that was hilarious to me. So, when she's annoyed, when they're annoyed yeah. at the bat signal, take a drink.
3: Okay. Mr. Todd? False flag. Every time it appears it's Batman or something else and it's or a ghost and it's not. Okay. Take a drink. Okay. Uh, Adam? Uh, you
0: kind of stole mine. Okay. Um, so, I think my Mine's a little bit different though. Mine's called, ooh, spooky ghost. (laughs) Every time they talk about a ghost or show a ghost, quote unquote, or like the like the eyes in the wall or something like that, take a drink.
2: Mm-hmm. So that was going to be mine. So you kind of actually did. Still and drink.
0: honestly, I had such a hard time for some reason coming up with a drink. I literally made this up as we were waiting for everyone to log in.
3: <laughs> yeah, I- my uh, first game was uh, Batman's an asshole. Mm-hmm. an asshole. So every time the yes. bat signal or Batman gets referenced, and Olive is just annoyed, going, "What an asshole!" Thinking, yeah, you'd get drunk that way too. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, I. I'm gonna say, uh, Dear Diary. Every time right. she she writes in her diary, or they have the narration like she's writing in her diary, but take small sips on that one. Uh, and see,
0: I would have done that, but that was the drink, so I couldn't yeah, my own drink. Exactly. the drinking
2: game. So. I don't know if there's actual rules on that. Like, it's not like there's gonna be like a a monopoly uh, trial against you. you know, We're not getting the angry exchange commission or whatever. We'll get angry emails. True, but anyway. <laughs> uh, cool. So, um, what are people's thoughts on this? I've read this before. Has anybody else read this before? This is my second time reading this. Todd, you read it? Before? I read it before. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh Lena Adam, uh you guys are newbies to this. What what are your thoughts?
0: It kind of felt like a Nancy Drew book. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I, again, I wasn't
0: expecting that because I was expecting Gotham, you know, police academy. I, yeah. don't, know. I don't know why I, my mind went there. I thought maybe these were like high schoolers who are going into the police academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Gotham
3: yeah, was- Central is about cops. Yeah.
0: yeah that, I think that's where I got messed up on was yeah. Gotham Central. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I At first, I got into it. I didn't know what it was and I was very confused. Plus, I don't know who these characters are. I didn't know. I mean, they made up was. for this
2: book. And, yeah. They're, they're, they're rich. Oh, so they are book. brand new. Okay, yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. I, just, I didn't know that.
0: Uh, but then the further I got into it, I the more I kind of started enjoying. Enjoying it more. It was just it. Yeah. It draws you in. It's a fun little who-done it kind of, it's not really a who-done it as far as like, oh, there's a murder, but it's like, what's going on? Why is this happening? Yeah. Uh, and then you find out, like, oh, there's this weird demon thing in the north hall, and it grabs her arm and she freaks out. And you find out it's croc. And yeah. I have to say, I love this version of Croc where he's like, just don't send me back to Arkham. Yeah. I'll, I'll be nice <laughs> yeah. to you, yeah. I'll take care of you, just don't do it. And they like they're like, Okay, go free, go free. It was like letting like your goldfish yeah. out in the river. It was like yeah. go free yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh I almost was wondering the way it was kind of done if if uh, the main character in some of the shots was like going to have like some kind of like superpowers. And... Yeah, because they had that flame thing around her a couple times. Or right. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was, I was a little bit surprised that didn't. It might happen later. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was fun. It was is something different than I thought it was going to be. It definitely fits the theme of back to school. And by the time I got to the end of it, I was like, I, I want to know what happens next. Yeah. And as much as you know, we're busy people, and you know, Brian and Todd, you read more comics than I do because I'm working and then going to movies and stuff like that. Like, oh, yeah. Because
2: I'm not working either though.
0: I know you don't. You just. You <laughs>
2: <laughs> you sit on your
0: butt and with beards. Uh, but uh, no, it's like, again, my, the, some of the highest praise I can give something, whether or not I thought it was a, a masterpiece or not, was, yeah, I want to go see more of this. I want to yeah. take time to go find out what happened. And I, I really did with this book. And the characters were fun. They were interesting. It felt like high school. Yeah. It wasn't, everything was over the top because like, oh my God, like we're in high school and hormones are raging and we're, everything's just so like, oh, crazy. And like in your face, there was kind that of thing.
3: dreamy blonde guy.
0: Right. And yeah. then, and there was a cool, there's some cool little twists. We find out what actually happened in over the summer uh, regarding Batman and all that fun stuff. So I I had a lot of fun with it. It took me a little bit to get into it, but once I did and it clicked, uh yeah, I want to I want to go find out more.
2: Yeah. Uh I kind of felt the same way about it, like especially this time around too. It took me a second to get into it. Um, but the other thing I realized as mm-hmm. I was reading it is, is that I had bought this at about the same time that I had bought um, uh, lumberjanes mm-hmm. because I was looking for some comics for my nieces uh for like Christmas stuff like that. And I wanted to pre-read some stuff. And um, and I remember like liking both of them, and I liked Lumberjanes just a little bit slightly more, so I didn't follow up on this, but I realized the character of Maps reminds me so much of my favorite character in Lumberjanes, the little girl that they throw everywhere who's, like, crazy. For some reason, I associate her and Maps together uh, Mm -hmm. quite a bit. Um, But yeah, no, I agree. Like, I I reread it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I want to finish this up, like, uh, or or keep reading the story, because it unfortunately did not run, I think it only did, like, 20 issues or something like that. It did not run a terrible So
3: this has three trades for this run, and then there was a Gotham Academy second semester for two trades. So there's Five trades, and then they do a crossover with uh lumberjanes, yep. or something and then like there's a right? lumberjanes Gotham Academy crossover. Yeah, so, I so need, there's six I, trade books of this. Yeah, so I need to catch round. up on all that stuff. So, so there's that's a decent run. Yeah, it actually is.
2: Now that you put it out that way, yeah, it's true. Yeah. So, Lena what are your thoughts?
1: Um, I like the characters. So, like Adam, it took me a minute to kind of get into because I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" I'm like, mm-hmm. "You got the headmaster who's kind of who seems to be kind of a prick, and but he likes everyone." So I'm just confused as to is he bad or is he good?
0: Yeah, I uh, thought yeah, the same thing. I was waiting for him to come out and be like the bad guy behind everything.
2: Yeah. And then he's sort of just like quietly like, I know you're gonna go check that out. So just don't really get into trouble or yeah. just be careful. You know so what I mean? It was it was yeah.
1: interesting because I'm like, I was expecting him to be this huge pain in the ass. And in the end, he really wasn't a pain in the ass. So I was like, okay, that's nice.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um he's a bit of a red herring, I think.
1: Yeah. It was kind of like
2: Dumbledore, don't go
0: into the forbidden forest, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> know what yeah. i mean don't go into the north hall yeah um Weak. i
1: i thought it was funny the like summoning it kind of looked like a secret society just made yeah me think of right like, skull like skull and bones kind mm-hmm. of bullshit that you see yeah. where they all had bat faces which made me laugh um yeah. right <laughs> and i like the fact that the boyfriend was faking the ghost mm-hmm. to make the girlfriend for the girlfriend she was summoning and just nothing was happening. It just felt so bad. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, I thought if I do this, and I'm like, she'll Gness. like me more. I know. It was very, cute. I just want her to be happy. I, yeah, it was, it was very cute, but it was just funny because they're like, what's going on? And then they catch him and she's like, what the hell? And he's like, well, I was just trying to make her feel better. And like,
2: um Keep that,
0: yeah, that one. When you find life. one
2: like that, you keep them. I know, right?
1: Someone right? Nice make a guy. haunting for
2: your love. Yes.
1: But <laughs> Then the guy, then her boyfriend seems to be a good guy. But I got to tell you, they, man, I'll say this much. The characters are written in a way and drawn in a way that you think they're going to be one thing. And Mm -hmm. they end up being something fairly different. So, like, the first time Mm -hmm. you see Kyle, who's her boyfriend. Yeah. uh, He looks so
2: fratty. and like, Yes! He looks like
1: such a douche. And then you start hearing him talk and you're like, oh, he's not a douche. Yeah. Okay. And he just looks like one. Yeah, yeah you, you think, like,
2: oh, he did something <laughs> shitty, and she broke up with him, and she's pissed, and then you realize, like, oh, no, she ghosted him. Like, he's, yeah. he's not a bad dude. Like, at least not no. in this book, you know? It's
0: kind of like I was thinking about the giant days we talked about, where it's like, she's yeah. pissed at the guy, you think it's because of this? It's like, oh, no, she just liked him, and he didn't like her. Yeah. yeah. So, kind of the yeah. same thing, just different, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. for sure.
1: Well, and then it's it's the same thing with with Croc, where it's like he, she finally sees who it is, and you think he's gonna be this, like, menacing thing, and he ends up being like, no, I knew your mom. She wanted me to keep an eye on you. And don't yeah. send me back to Arkham. Like, yeah. I, you know, <laughs> Please. I and don't then want as to soon as there. maps comes to run, he like runs away like a little kid, like a little kid, yeah. like, no, 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 Yeah. <laughs> it's just, so, brought your food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was just, it was, it was refreshing mm-hmm. to see the like stereotypes in terms of, of the drawings to be like, okay, this is what I'm expecting. And none of them were actually what I was like, what, when you see them, it's what you think. I had, so- Thought about that But that's a really Fascinating point But yeah I really I really like that Because it wasn't Diving It wasn't It wasn't Giving you These like Cliche Stereotypical tropes They all Mm -hmm. looked like Goofy teenagers And So you're expecting Them to be These like Asshole rich kids But Even the girl That didn't That was like Giving her shit At the beginning They ended up Like doing this whole Like Scooby-Doo shit Together And So it's just It was refreshing to see characters where it was like, yeah, they didn't all like each other, or yeah, you think you think that you that it's going to be something else, but they actually didn't end up being one-dimensional. It was, it there was like fully formed characters, even just in this first volume, which was mm-hmm. really, really refreshing to see in a in a um a comic because we don't get that. We yeah. haven't gotten that very often lately.
2: <laughs> yeah, no. I- <laughs> I think this is yeah we've we've yeah we've discussed this offline of like we, we got to look at how we're getting books because we've had a, a run of a few rough ones uh, but I think this was actually a fun return yeah um, yes yeah but but your the 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 juxtaposition of what people look like versus what the character actually is is actually really interesting but um, it's and-
1: also the whole piece of you always see Batman as like the hero he's amazing yeah, He's wonderful right. mm-hmm. and then in this book it's like oh there's the fucking bat symbol again yeah. and and Bruce Wayne comes in and everyone's like whoa. like no yeah. one. One, it's not this, he's so revered or Batman's so amazing, like you see in all these other things where Batman is the center is the central focus. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. I thought that was really it just it 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 was exactly what you would hope to see from kind of uh these are total just regular citizens kind of thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh stop getting the most adorable food oh. delivery ever. Does you wanna say hi on the show?
1: No. <laughs> it's just like,
0: no, what's what's actually really interesting. What you said, Lena, I I don't know. And they may have done a story of this. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, It'd be kind of interesting to almost see like a darker psychological take on the people of Gotham, like the everyday average Joes, or maybe all over the place. And like, it's their therapy sessions about how their lives have been affected by Batman, like in a negative way.
2: Like damage control kind of thing.
0: Kind of like damage control, yeah. but like the psychological, and unfortunately, like, I would have loved to have seen it with like Dr. Quinzel doing it, but. Yeah. You know, or maybe we could have done that as like her prequel kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, maybe watching, or- oh, that's that. there we go. That's why she wanted to work with these monsters and help fix them, because she's saw The damage that Batman was doing to the normal person, what was he doing to these, you know, these people who truly were had some mental problems? I don't know. So, if DC's listening, there, I, I gave I you mean, free
2: stuff. Make The other book. one I would throw in there as a potential is like maybe you have somebody with PTSD from living in Gotham City, moves to a small town, sure. and ends up kind of Dealing losing with their that. shit and turning into a supervillain in a small town or something. I don't know. There's, there might be something there as well, but I, I I think it's interesting cool to idea. watch. Yeah. yeah,
3: you've got all of there, and who thinks that Batman's an asshole, and you find out why. Batman an asshole you locked my mom up yeah. yeah and you know like that's a legitimate beef for a young kid and yeah. he's like you don't understand i will get there but some interesting things to watch here is and it's like Batman's the hero and he's a good guy but it shows in other ways is here is this daughter of who he had locked up in Arkham and he has given this girl daughter who is a, the, the mother's a villain or has yeah. an issue there a scholarship yeah. to this academy yeah and just showing that you um you are who you choose to be yeah don't let your lineage define you well
2: it also is a a commentary on like hey maybe try to stop the systematic problems with this in families by offering a child of someone whose parents were in crime an opportunity to better themselves and
3: get an education and maybe break that cycle and she was even giving crabs like oh you're on the bruce wayne scholarship huh yeah Yeah. that's because you're this poor kid but why was she on the bruce wayne scholarship it's because of uh, an opportunity that bruce has like maybe i can help you know this thing there um the other thing I really appreciated watching was like Tristan and it's, it didn't treat, I mean, these are original characters and it was one line, but I love it's like Tristan's there's like, Oh, I've got the Langstrom virus and it moves on. But Dr. Langstrom from Batman, the animated series was man bat. Oh, mm-hmm. gotcha. Okay. And that's where that yeah. originated from. Yeah, the and first so, episode if you, too. so as you're yeah. going through, it, it's like, Oh, if you know this, you're like, Oh, that's really cool. And it's not a, it's treated as a little bit of a throwaway line, but if you know, it's like it enrichens it and it's not simply a, um, Gotham is not a, a cursory setting dressed around it. Yeah. Gotham and the DC universe is an integral part of it, and it's from another perspective. Um, yeah. As I was reading through it again, I mean, we were we've got a bunch of kids in academy, and you're looking, oh, are there some supernatural things going? On? I was like, oh, is this going to be like a Harry Potter? Yeah, catching on that ha- happening thing because this was like 2016. This came out. Okay, height of Harry Potter craziness. Yeah, mm. and I think it really stands on its own. That yeah. sure there could. Be some influences there, but it wasn't trying to be that. And how much like, oh, you were wrong. Oh, we're gonna summon something. Oh, it's not that. Yeah, the fire thing in this first trade. You're like, I'm not quite sure what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Got Tristan with his red eyes, but you have these little things, and people aren't who they appear to be. Yeah. And then also going, you've got the Arkhams, the Waynes, and the Cobblepots. Yeah. The three families, the three dynasties of Gotham, which is interesting in and of itself too. Yeah. So you're,
2: when you're talking about the different little pieces, I was thinking also of the the Lillian caliblo plot diary stuff that they're studying um right in schools of like that where it's you know it's basically for those who have not seen a Batman cartoon and for some reason listen to a podcast about comic books, I welcome. Uh, but um-
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, spoilers Yeah spoilers But like the Cobblepots is the Family that uh, uh, The penguin comes From so there you Go yeah. I don't know why I felt the need To point that out Like I said I'm having a hard time. I mean not this is Pretty much spelled right Out
3: in Batman Returns with Danny DeVito Yes So yes That's true They have every Opportunity to know. Underrated film like, by the Way I went back and Rewatched it It is the
1: best one I... It is It is my favorite Well I I like it more Than the first Batman See and I, I love the
2: first one I mean that's the one I have a tattoo of But I know, you know. Uh-huh. But
1: I love Batman Returns. I love Batman. Your mic's in
3: the way. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Batman. I love yeah, Matt. When I figured me. out where he got the Max Shrek name from, and then you're like, "Oh, that was the director of Nosferatu." And what does the power no, plant do? No, I thought do? Max
2: Shrek was the was the actor.
3: Maybe involved yeah, with toy. Nosferatu. Yeah. And yeah. what does the power plant do? It sucks the power out and sucks oh, them dry. Oh,
2: that's fascinating. I didn't caught that. That's really good.
3: So you've got that going on, and how crazy black and white all the scenes are with the Max Shreckness, even with the Bruce Wayne and Max Shreck, everything is so crazy—just black and white. The set dressing with all of it is the offices and shit. everything else.
2: That really puts that to a whole nother level, man. I'd never so, and I saw that.
3: I'm like, oh, this is awesome. So that's why, uh,
2: brilliant. I'd never I, caught that before. I have a fun, weird tie to
0: uh, Batman Returns. So my ex, uh-huh. his cousin or someone, he's like his family member was an actor, and he's the dude who Penguin bites the nose off of. No shit, that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that's I don't know who wild. he is. It's some, it's, it's probably his nose bitten off number one or something like that. But. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, like featured but. extra basically. Yeah, yeah. wow, like Being the extra I'm little Nikki, which was horrible, but
2: I was a face
0: well, on the There you ground, go. Did so. you
3: get your SAG card for that? Or do you need to like have a line?
2: You don't get a SAG card for being an extra. You get a seg, wouldn't um, you? Huh? Isn't it seg? the screen no, extra guild Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Extra I didn't even that's know there was one, a SPRINEX. I had a, a friend of mine who used to make a little side money on his days off and go be extras in stuff. And he thinks. Like a nightmare. He had a fun time with it. Like, because he had a full time job. He was just doing it for his own amusement. Um, right. and it was really weird. Like one day he was um in uh one of those um World War II movies that uh Clint Eastwood made. I don't remember which one, but he played like an injured uh Japanese pilot, and so he had to shave half of his head so he could put an appliance on it for like a wound. And then literally the next day he goes and they shave the rest of his head, and he's in the background as a Buddhist monk in a dream sequence for Tony Soprano and the Sopranos. Oh. And I was like, right on. It's like That's it was a cool. weird, it was a weird weekend, and I lost my hair but it all worked
3: out i was like <laughs> "Right on. there you go that worked out well uh, back to gotham academy is uh what is refreshing here is we've read a few books and you kind of go like everybody sucks here yeah as you read the book and here that's there's no one that's just a piece of shit right i mean yeah. they've all made questionable choices or he's got she's ghosted the boyfriend and you're like oh he is the one that's been wronged and got ghosted and she's just dealing with crap and he's like well here for you but um, please don't break my little sister's heart yeah, yeah. I can deal with it but yeah please yeah. and he's a good guy and the stuck-up girl she's trying to figure life out she doesn't she, have yeah. it that much more together yeah and hammerhead which is a great name for a headmaster oh yeah that was a fantastic name he um his look reminded me of the um hunchback Notre Dame, the cardinal or whatever that guy oh,
2: was. Oh, uh some so yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't pronounce right. his name though, off the top of my head, but yeah.
3: That's who he reminded me of. But at the same time, yeah, he is a bit of a Dumbledore-ish thing going on. And it's like, why was he been headmaster there forever? He loves the kids. Yeah. And you know, it's like, yep, this is what's going on. You need to be firm, but you know, give them a plan to chase and grow. And how it even ends where you've got Damien mm-hmm. joining the academy, and you're like, Oh, that'll be interesting. Cause yeah, and that's, that's a, good just a little sort of segue. Piece of into shit
2: book, which I think is really interesting as well.
3: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love Damien, but he's a, he's a little shit. And here's the thing. I hated Damien and you told me
2: to read super sons. And that was finally where I liked Damien. Otherwise fuck that kid, but like super sons. (laughs) Okay. I really like it, but (laughs) otherwise he's a little asshole. Um, Sure. So anyway, so speaking of everyone not being an asshole, I stumbled upon this. And if you can find it online somewhere, look for it. It's from a couple of years ago, apparently, but it is uh, a a girl giving her valedictorian speech at her high school. And she just starts calling people out. She was like, I'd like to thank the uh the uh uh the counselors for teaching me resilience and to uh and, and independence because you didn't help me with anything. And um uh, <laughs> until like all of a sudden, you know, the end came and you claimed me as you know very proud to have one of your students be a valedictorian when you had nothing to do with my success here at school. And I'd like to thank the office for uh, you know, teaching me whatever, like resilience and like, you know, how to how to figure things out because I had to, you know, redo all the shit because I'd done it all properly and you guys could do it so I had to continually go to a vice principal and then my favorite is she ends with and I would like to thank the teacher who showed up to most classes half drunk for the rest of the year for uh, donating his body to teach us students the dangers of alcoholism and like the whole crowd you just see them going like oh shit like
3: it's pretty amazing um
2: yeah it was one of my favorite things I stumbled upon on the internet today but uh anyway nice uh is there about something else they want to add on this
0: um I, did t- I just really like what Todd said about the fact that you know these people are flawed characters and I think sometimes especially in superhero type books and this is isn't really a superhero type book because Batman does show up occasionally. Yeah. um But they, sometimes you you let your good your good guys or your good girls whatever you want to call them they they uh-huh. you don't let them have their flaws. Yeah. You know, they're, they're there to be the protagonist to be the people you can root for. And this was really great because it made them human. Yeah. And, and again, whether or not they become superhuman later on, who knows? You know, there's there is kind of some foreshadowing in this that something like that could happen, or maybe it was just yeah. a PTSD flashback. uh But we've we've had so many books we did where we can't root for anyone. And I love the fact that we can root for people in this one who are flawed people. Yeah. And that's something that I think a lot of things don't do well. I mean, we, we can look at even like, you know, Captain America or like, you know, all mm-hmm. of the MCU movies and stuff. For the most part, a lot of the heroes don't get to be flawed. we can talk about Star-Lord being flawed, this and that. Mm-hmm. But like, your really, really good, good guys aren't. And I like the fact that they let them be themselves. They let them be human. They let them make their mistakes and learn from them and go from there. So it's nice to have someone you can root for who actually you feel like, hey, if you bumped into him on the street, you wouldn't be surprised if they.
2: Over there Yeah. And I, I also on that same note, I kind of like the idea of, of looking at things from another person's perspective. Um, you know, in this book, like Batman is a, a, a pain in the ass, and people are a little annoyed with him and don't necessarily trust him, and in some cases don't like him because he to the parents in jail. It's sort of is similar to the idea of what the the Falcon and Winter Soldier movie was, where it's like, you know, in America we love Captain America, but then you know, you look at what was going on from someone else's perspective and they're like, Fuck that guy, and you can justifiably say, like, yeah, fuck that guy. It's sort of the same thing where it's like in the right. Black Panther, I still think Killmonger was right. Like I think he has a really good valid point, you know what I mean, and it's sort of like I, I kind of side with him, but that's part of the beauty of that movie in general. I think is that there is a—I don't want to say moral ambiguity, but it definitely shows the perspective from both sides in a fair and just light, in my opinion. You well,
0: know in a mean? good story, the the villain is always a hero in their story. Yes, absolutely. So not the twirly mustache, like yeah, like, yeah. And, and good Marvel good old
3: movies, nightly whiplash, yeah, yeah.
0: And, and Marvel movies have had a problem with with villains, <clears throat> and e- even in the new Black Widow movie, we see that. Mm-hmm. But when you have someone like that who is driven by a reason like like say Killmonger. Mm-hmm. like it was driven for a good reason yeah or uh like baron zemo he went after yeah. them and baron zemo arguably is the only one who actually did succeed in what he was trying to do because even with that yeah. they undid everything yeah uh it, it yeah it's it's great to have a villain who you may maybe you can't root for them because they're, they're not the anti-hero they are the villain yeah but you understand where they're coming from and maybe you wouldn't make the right the same choices but you're like i get it you're, you're yeah. not right but i get it
2: kind of yeah thing. no for sure so well cool uh let's jump into final grades uh lena what is your final grade uh,
1: I say a I really like the characters and I agree with Adam I definitely want to um keep reading I want to see how the, how it keeps going
0: cool uh mr Adam uh, so I'm gonna go with an a as well again it took about 20 pages to get into it and kind of see where it's going a funny thing is as we record this they've been doing the uh the fear street trilogy on Netflix uh-huh. and I just finished the second episode which it was has a lot of similarities to this and I'm like did they no, I was mm-hmm. going to be reading this because that's kind of yeah. creepy uh, but no, same thing with like the weird symbols on the ground and a witch and all this kind of fun stuff like trying to bring people back to life but no it's uh, also by the way it's a fun show there each one's an homage to a new a different kind of horror movie so go watch mm-hmm. them uh, no I really enjoyed it like I said the highest praise I can give something is I want to go read more and again the first 20 30 pages you know it takes a while to kind of dip your toe in the pool and mm-hmm. wade out to the deep end but once you're there like it's easy to tread water so
3: yeah go from there cool uh, Mr. Fun, give it an A I like to a lot of fun, so Becky Cloonan was the author of this book, yeah. And she's currently writing Wonder Woman, by the way, yeah. So that'd be an interesting thing to watch. Um, I thought the writing we talked about how much we enjoyed the writing, and we even enjoyed the art in that it, um, it uh took a left turn versus the tropes of everything. It's exactly mm. what it appeared to be, and yet just a little bit left of center in all the right ways, yeah. So they did a great job, and it's um, with all these original characters, and it's also a great introductory jumping on point of people was like, oh, I'm not sure if I want to read a comic book or not. I'm not thing going on here. This would be a great one going. What do you think of this?
2: Yeah, it is. It's kind, kind of, of a deal. Point. And I, I, so, I agree. Yeah. I really love the art. In fact, the art stood up to me um, quite a bit. I, I really enjoyed the art in this book in particular. Um, it's just sort of, it's that nice style that has, it's that mm-hmm. really toes that line between comic book-y and a little more of a lighter animation style. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's like right down that line and sort of a perfect blend, which I think is really impressive. And I also really like the way they did the flashbacks where they basically just sort of soft pass Stelled it just a little bit. Uh, yeah. I thought was a really effective way of doing it, um, and I really, really liked that as well. So uh, so I'm gonna yeah. go with, uh, I think I'm gonna go with an A- minus as well. Like, I think I, I really, really liked it. Are there a few other books that I like a little bit more? Yeah, but overall mm-hmm. like, I think this is definitely worth worth a read for sure. Um, cool. Anybody else have anything they want to mention? No. Negative? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so next week we're going to be reading Primer. I know it takes place in the DC Universe. Uh, it showed up on some lists that looked really good, and we saw it in the comic book store, and it looked interesting, so we pulled it off.
3: It is, it is um, one of the um if you go to amazon graphic novels list it's been on their top seller list for over a year now yeah it just hasn't gone away so they talk about i mean this is the um i mean if you take out like watchmen and a few of those others this one just is the success story of their ya initiative that's awesome actually i'm so
2: so yeah i'm excited to check that out um i think it's gonna be interesting i all i know really is it's published by dc so i think it's somewhere in the dc universe um and uh yeah unfortunately i can't give you any more to go into it but hey it's been selling well so hopefully it's good uh uh anyway uh so that'll do it for us for this week thanks so much for joining us and we will see you all later bye Bye. oh my gosh did i tell you okay um I fell down this weird rabbit hole, right? Of uh, mm-hmm. I was I was, li- I was looking up uh, Tanuvian throat singing or whatever it is. I, I'm not saying the right word, but the throat singing, like you know, yeah.
3: what I'm talking about. Were you watching Big Bang, Bang Theory again?
2: I was. So I was watching Big Bang Theory, <laughs> and uh, they start talking about uh, that throat singing because I looked at it. it looked up uh, at one point. I'm doing a sound design thing, so I look it up, and I fall down this weird rabbit hole and find a folk metal throat singing band called The Who, like H U, and a they do a bitchin' cover of Metallica. B, they do, like, a whole fucking song from the soundtrack to uh, a Star Wars uh, Fallen Order video game. Um, like, they are wild, and they're playing in uh, in California on Halloween, and I'm really tempted to go check them out.
0: But, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Can I say wild. the best part of the story is the fact that, Brian, you are wearing a Metallica shirt right now?
2: Yeah, I know. Weird, right? <laughs> go figure. No. Anyway. Also, I bought tickets to the Aquabats. I'm super excited about that, too. So, concerts are back, and I am returning
3: with flavor with the aquabats
0: yeah i'm going to my first home uh in california when i come visit oh that's true yeah i'm that's
3: taking true. clark to see his favorite band with a meet and greet so i've got tickets to see kaleo in uh vegas next march with my brother
1: oh cool going to see driver era finally of course you are in november yeah we were supposed to see them in april of last year and the date got moved three times and now they've moved venues